0: Welcome to Second Emulation, the podcast that explores all things pop culture, from movies and TV shows to the latest anime releases. Join us as we dive into the world of entertainment, sharing our thoughts, opinions, and insights on the latest trends and releases, with a focus on what's hot and what's not. We're your go-to source for all things pop culture. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. I'd like to welcome you guys all back. I'm excited for today's episode. So, title of this episode is Urichi Zero Type. So let's get into it. So we kind of just continue, you know, where the previous episode, Tanjiro kind of like comes across, you know, Hashira and a swordsmith arguing in like this open foray, like looks like a training ground of sorts. Now, as he's coming across, there's like this big disagreement between the two. They're arguing. But as he's kind of, like, approaching much closer, it it looks like there's, like, this... what their their words kind of come into focus, and it looks like it seems to be centering around a he. Now, the swordsmith known as Koietsu is, you know, doesn't want to give the Hashira, who is a hero, The key and now this key is very significant because this key is actually what operates this so-called training doll with Marucho wants to use. Now, as Tanjiro approaches, he sees that you know what he mistakenly thought was a third person there, but you know, by mistake, it turns out that what he thought was a third person was actually the doll in question, the training doll, which resembles a demon court member, but not any demon core, but a sunbreather and the the robes and the earrings and the hairstyle, you know, but just looking at him instantly you know brought a you know a memory inherited memory back to Tanjiro and so it you know was instantaneous now and this is interesting because the previous episode talked about a memory and it looks like you know inherent memories are going to be like an underlying thing that either connects the underlying tone of what this season is it's, especially around Tanjiro as he's going to like be picking up little Easter eggs about his history and kind of like reconnecting with his clan's past. Now, the struggle between Buchiro and Totetsu, you know, gets pretty heated and Muchiro punches Tetsu, and this causes Tanjiro to get involved and, and kind of break up the fight. And essentially, he's like, you know, what's, what the hell's going on? You know, you shouldn't be doing this. And Muchiro is, you know, as a Hashira, he has like this presence to him, this cold, calculated presence, this demeanor that he, based because of his status, that he's, you know, above Tanjiro, he's above the the swordsmith, or just above anyone who's not, you know, considered, who's at not at his status. And so, to kind of, you know, have a conversation with Tanjiro, who's considered low in rank than him, kind of not irritating but just beneath him and here's Tondra like engaging with him you know just tossing a lot of word salad at him trying to get him to empathize and it's not I wouldn't say it's not having an effect but it's you know getting under his skin and at this point the kind of they face Totetsu is like whatever just here gives him a key doesn't want there to be any more conflict and it's understandable like he understands his role in the village like he's there to serve the demon the demon core members so his actions in refusing to help you know, but your train could be seen as an act of defiance, and could you know, in turn, you know, he could suffer disciplinary action because the whole point of of his job is to you know, in pursuit of to make sure that the demon slayers core members you know have swords and they're able to do their job. So he is kind of, you know, beneath him in a way. And so once he comes to that realization that yes, he did take a hit to him and he can't inadvertently, you know, strike back, he just takes that L and it's like, here you go. I don't want any more trouble. But it also just kind of shows the relationship that because he is kind of on a low status within the village, that he can be treated this way. Even though him being a swordsmith, you would think his position is very valuable. And it's not till, you know, later, that we figure out why he was so against Mochiru Using the doll. Now we get a little bit more backstory. Is that you know while the while the demon slayers were the core members were you know in training because as they become enlisted in the the core they would need to be able to train and obviously you couldn't go out and kill demons and be inexperienced so we end up finding out that there were, you know, his family, you know, had created training dolls. But not just any training doll. This doll was unique. Unique because his family had Based the specification off one of the Demon Core members, everything from its likeness to its movement, all the way down to how it interacts. And Katsutsu was informing Tondro of this: is that his family at the time constructed this specific doll for the sole purpose to train demon slayers, and that the elders of his lineage have long since passed, that the knowledge of trying to recreate this specific doll is gone. And that is why he was so against letting Maturo use the doll in training, that if it somehow is damaged in any way, he himself doesn't have the knowledge to repair it or fix it himself. That that knowledge on this specific doll is lost. And so that was something that he wanted to treasure and keep safe that he didn't want, you know, to lose because it was something that he cherished. Now, as he was explaining this, we also find out because Tanjo asks, "Well, why are there six arms?" And so we get even further more detailed. We find out the reason why the Orichi doll has six arms is that the Orichi, the the core member that it was based on, in order to recreate. So the reason for the six arms is that Ritchie, who is the basis of the design for the Daw itself, was that in order to duplicate his swordmanship, they wouldn't be able to to duplicate it with just one set of arms. It would be impossible to replicate the swordsmanship that he had. And so they utilized by creating the doll to have six arms. Six arms was the only way to replicate the swordsmanship of Yurichi. And so that's how good of a sword, a demon slayer Urichi was for an individual that the only way for a, an autonomous robot in this instance to duplicate the movements of a human they had to give it extra arms and so as Koetsu was telling Tanjiro it kind of made sense in a way and then as he was giving him this explanation Murcho it was silent and Murcho walks up and he just hands Katsua the an arm from the training doll. And this just sends Katsu like seizing with anger because he had just told Tondro that this is exactly the thing that he didn't want to happen. Like he didn't want the doll itself to be damaged because there was no way he was going to be able to repair it or fix it. Because he didn't have the tools or the knowledge to do so. Because it is so old. The doll has been passed through his family. So he was livid. And so at this moment, Richie's, you know, smirk. Because he knew what he did. And he just walked off. And Tondra had a to chase. Katsuro and kind of tell him, hey, don't worry about it. It's a doll. Yeah, you, know, you could, you know, fix it up. And I'm trying to give him a pep talk, which obviously wasn't the greatest pep talk in the world. You know, at this point. And like anyone who is like, seizing with anger and wants revenge, Katsuro was like, you know what? You're right. But I'm going to do one better. I want you to become stronger than that Hashira, than Muchiro. But since he was already training with the doll, I'm going to want you to train with the doll. And he didn't get to utilize the doll at its full potential. And Tandro's like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, you need the key in order to use the doll, but there are ways for the doll to be utilized. The doll has 161 movements and you can manipulate those movements in order to test a demon slayer and push him to his limits. So the doll itself wasn't even on a level that was comparably strong for Machiro, for training level. And so, if you kind of think about that, at that, like a Hashra would be like a, you know, in the Demon Core, you know, a god level to an upper moon demon in Demon's Lair. So, what Katsu was saying is that just at a base level without the proper... Collaborations the doll itself wasn't even much of a of an issue for material of a challenge because it wasn't collaborated correctly but for the to get the full potential but he since material's gone he can provide the proper adjustments so that Tandro can utilize the doll at its full potential and thus you know, allowing Tandro to get stronger. And so Tondra agrees. He goes, all right, well, you know, I got nothing to lose and I do, while I'm here in the village, I might as well take this o- an opportunity to train. And so Tato's like, all right, cool. So the next thing we see is for the next several days, he puts him through hell. He, cla- he adjusts the doll so that it's able to utilize, you know, I think all 160 types of different movements. But he also removes the swords and provides clubs so that, you know, if the doll were to attack or hit Tanjiro, it's not an instant kill. And he does inform Tanjiro that he goes, I'm going to remove the swords and replace it with clubs because if the doll were to attack and it were to make contact with you, you would die. Because I, as much as I trust you, you, I don't think you're at a level to be able to handle the skill of the doll of of this doll and I still need you to get stronger I don't need you dying on me and Tanjiro's eyes are like okay I mean sure why not so we kind of see this montage of Tanjiro fighting the Richie Zero type doll and he is just getting the shit kicked out of him like he's going through the stances he's blocking blocking but he's getting hit left and right left and right getting knocked you see him getting pummeled into a tree he's getting you know hit into the dirt being knocked up into the air it's getting so bad that Konketsu is like you know what you need to be motivated you know You need motivation here. So, I'm not gonna feed you food or water if you don't land a hit. And Tanja's like, and already he hasn't been eating, so he hasn't been getting any food already. And so, Tanja, you can see in the corner of his eye that Totetsu has like a a massive feast. Like he's, He has a picnic basket of food, you know, there. And he's like, you know, he's about to eat. And at this point, you know, Tanjo hasn't eaten. You know, as I mentioned earlier, he hasn't eaten for seven days. And so he's exhausted. He's also tired. His muscles are sore. He's beaten and bruised. And so Toss is like giving, telling him, if you don't land a hit, starting tomorrow, I'm going to replace the clubs with swords. And Tanja's like, okay, I got one opportunity to do this. So we roll up to the next day. True to his word, Katsuo has replaced all the clubs with swords and this is the real deal because if Tanjiro does not block any of these swords and he gets hit, he's going to get cut in half or he's going to get decapitated. He is likely to lose a limb. So he turns the key and he engages the doll and the doll pursues Tandro and you start seeing the first initial contacts he blocks he blocks he essentially is on the defensive you're seeing Tondro at least fight for his life blocking every five attacks from the doll being pushed back you know and he's not seeing an opening he's not seeing an opening you know it's It's looking pretty bad at this point that, you know, if one wrong step and he's not going to make it, and Tondra's having this internal monologue, like, I'm feeling so tired, feeling so weak, and he decides to, like, you know, they show, like, an internal flashback. Like he's gonna die, so it shows him on the spirit plane because he hasn't had any food or water. That he's gonna cross into the spirit world, and then something clicks, and you could say it's like a cross between survival instinct when like you've just been pushed to your limit. But we see Tondro Duck from you know, from attack that was going to behead him. And then he does, he jumps into the air. Now, as he's doing this, he starts to get clarity, in a sense. Like, things start to, his vision starts to become clear. It's like his five senses are, in a sense, are heightened. And... He begins to see the movements of the doll in slow motion, in a sense, and what the key term in Demon Slayer is like, the strings, when they perform their breathing. Instead, chondro indicates he can start to smell, like he can smell the movements before they happen, like a premonition of sorts and so the doll attempts while he's in midair. swipes at him for his head and Tanjiro does almost like a barrel tucks in and does a barrel roll but spins and it happens very quickly now it's almost like a sp- Spin, barrel attack. It happens very quickly, and then he lands on his butt. And Katsuko sees it, and he's like, he stops. The doll stops. It's a movement, and at this brief moment, you're thinking, okay, you know, what happened? Did he hit the doll? Did like, did he get cut? And you do see that the doll did slice some of his hair. And just when Costco thought it was going to be another failure, the doll's neckline begins to crack and it falls off. Tondra was able to cut the doll's head off in a brief moment. And by doing this, we are presented with what looks like a sword that's been, you know, embedded into the doll's body. So not only did Costco and his family members build the doll, but it looks like Yorochi's sword was actually encased in the doll itself. So the secret hidden weapon that the Love hasher had mentioned to Tondro that was hidden was actually in the doll itself. Now, the reason why this is actually key is that, and very important, is that if the sword belongs to a Sun Breather, that means that the sword is meant to kill upper demon, upper moon demons. So it's already tempered. It's a blood, I think, red bladed blade as opposed to the obsidian blades. So if this is indeed Richie's blade, which is an original he's one of the sun breathers, it could be a game changer for Tanjiro because Tanjiro's already lost most of it. He broke all his swords. So he needs a he needs a win. And so, which is pretty interesting that after how convenient that he needs a weapon and then him cutting off the head of this training doll, a a weapon just conveniently appears. So, you know, which is kind of follows the trope of anime in a sense that, you know, they don't want to, have him try too hard but so it's and you as we zoom in we can see that the sword itself has seen some wear and tear so it's been there for ages and no one's known about it not even katsua so it looks like one of his family ancestors had either you know when they made the doll, either Orochi himself either had it made and entrusted the sword to be, you know, placed in the doll, and then kept it secret. And so that's something that's been passed down for a generation and just lost to time. So he was even unaware about it. So that's going to be very interesting for the next episode to come up you know what does this mean for tanjiro you know now that he's potentially gonna have a new sword if it's a new sword i mean the thing could be busted you know could be jacked up busted it could just be a handle of a sword i mean how crazy could that be it's just like he goes and reaches for it and there's just no no blade they just a handle So that could also be true as well like some sick prank like someone could have already came in took the blade and just left the handle there but those are some questions that I'm looking forward looking to get answered in the next episode of demon slayer Going to be training something new and rating the jibber with a rating out of 5 stars. So this jibber is solid. Great story and we get a little history. The action between jibber and the training was awesome. I give this jibber 4 out of 5 stars. That's all I have for this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Right? Bye. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Second Emulation where we explored the latest in pop culture, movies, TV shows, and anime. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app, and leave us a rating and review to help us reach more listeners. And don't forget to follow us on social media for even more pop culture content, and to stay up to date on all the latest news and releases. As always, we welcome your feedback and suggestions for future episodes. So until next time, keep on emulating and stay tuned for more exciting content.